Welcome back to the Fit Chick and Hormones podcast, a podcast to help educate women about why they don't need to suffer through their perimenopause and menopausal years and how to get their empowered life back. I want to talk today about estrogen dominance. I mentioned it in the last podcast and said I would come back here and do another episode on it um, because I've I've mentioned it a lot in my social media. And if you haven't heard about it, you should have because it's definitely something that's more uh, predominant in the world now than it ever has been. Um, so I'm going to talk about what it is, what causes it, and what you can do about it. So let's just first start with what is estrogen dominance. So it's actually more common than you may think. Most women who are having any type of hormonal issues, probably it's due to being estrogen dominant. It occurs when the level of estrogen is relatively high compared to the level of progesterone and or testosterone. So in a balanced hormonal system, your estrogen and your progesterone should be level. They should be the same. Okay. So if your estrogen levels are high, that means that you are estrogen dominant. But it always doesn't have to be that your estrogen is high. So if your estrogen is normal, but your progesterone is low, then you are still considered estrogen dominant, okay? Just so you understand that. So it's not always because your estrogen is high. It could be because your progesterone levels are low as well, and we want to keep them balanced. Um, it's that estrogen to progesterone ratio when, it, when estrogen is shifted too far to one side. So let's backpedal just a little bit, and I'm going to talk about estrogen and progesterone. So maybe So you can understand them a little bit more. Maybe you haven't heard a lot about them. Maybe you just know that they're hormones and that's it. So I'm just going to explain them a little bit to you to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So what does estrogen do? Many of the roles roles related to reproduction, but many other functions as well. So estrogen relates to bone health, cardiovascular health, as well as immune functions and the aging process. Obviously, that makes sense as we get older, our estrogen levels decline. If you still have a cycle, it levels throughout your cycle. So estrogen goes high at certain points and low at other points. And if you're a menopausal or postmenopausal, your estrogen levels drop increasing er, a, a lot. So it's something that you want to um, take note of and and notice as you get older that it's just something that's normal that's going to happen, but you can fix it because sometimes it may cause some symptoms to you that you know, maybe, maybe you're causing some craziness going on in your life. So that, and that could be due to those estrogen levels dropping. So what does progesterone do? Progesterone plays a role in bone development, cognitive health, sleep quality, blood sugar balance, and energy production. Progesterone also helps to maintain your hormonal balance. So the same thing is with estrogen. Your levels change if you have a cycle. So certain times they're higher and certain times they're lower throughout your cycle. And your levels will drop as you enter menopause. So think about this. As you get older, as you're going through menopause or perimenopause into menopause, and these two things, like look at all the things that they are, um, all the functions that they have in your life. As they both start to drop, it's no wonder your your body starts to freak out and you start to have all these type of all these symptoms going on in your life, right? It, it makes sense because everything is being thrown off balance. These two work together to keep our hormones balanced. And like I said, when they when one of them's off, both of them off, or they both start to drop, that's when that hormonal chaos is going to start to happen. 
Um, back to estrogen dominant, they, it can occur at any time in your life. Even your teenage daughter may be experiencing it. So this is something you want to pay attention to. This is something that I wish I knew many years ago so I could have maybe started focusing on things back then and maybe not have had to have such a crazy ride through my perimenopausal years. Um, but my goal now is to educate you about it so that you can learn about it, you can teach your daughters about it so that they don't have to go through all this, okay? So symptoms of estrogen dominance. And I've talked about these before. But so these may be something that's going on in your life or you had them before or maybe your teenage daughter's going through them, whatever. These are symptoms that you may have estrogen dominance going on in your life. PMS. Fibrocystic breasts. So you have um, lumps in your breast maybe. Um, fibroids. Ovarian cysts. Uh, decreased libido, irregular cycles, maybe you have some mood swings going on, we all have them at all times, but maybe they're even more pronounced, maybe they're worse, maybe you go from being sad and to laughing like craziness or wanting to strangle somebody, um, sluggish energy, you know, you're really, you don't have the energy to do the things you want to, you wake up feeling tired, uh, Resistant weight gain, re- weight loss, so you're not able to lose the weight that you were able to before. Maybe you have trouble sleeping or getting to sleep or staying asleep. Hair loss is another sign. Brain fog, anxiety, depression. Actually, the list could go on and on, but those are the, the biggest ones that a lot of us experience, so I want you to know about those. So if those things are going on, it could be because your estrogen levels are higher than they need to be, or your estrogen to progesterone ratio is unbalanced. So we're going to talk about what causes estrogen dominant next. So the number one thing, and if you listen to me on social media, if you have listened to my podcast, you know that I talk about this one all the time. The number one thing that's going to cause this is chronic stress. It's one of the main reasons we become estrogen dominant. When you are stressed or overly busy, your cortisol levels go sky high and your body must use up the progesterone to keep up, which depletes the progesterone, making you more estrogen dominant. So when you are stressed out, it is making your progesterone take over to help to calm your body down. And when that is depleted, your estrogen levels are super high. Okay, and that's when you start experiencing all the, the anxiety, the depression, the mood swings, the PMS, all those things. So that's the, num- that's the number one thing. Number two is POPs or persistent organic pollutants. And those are things such as industrial chemicals, plastics, pesticides in our food or on our food, skincare products, cleaning products, all these things that mimic the behavior of estrogens and disrupt your hormone balances. So pretty much anything that goes, that goes on your body or anything that is in the air you breathe, it can disrupt and cause higher estrogen in your body. Which is why I'm always promoting use all the natural products. And I'll get to that in a minute. But they're there no matter what. You can't get rid of them. So what you need to do is figure out how you can detox them from your body the best way possible. Okay? So they're always going to be there. So how can you stop them from building up in your body and causing your estrogen levels to increase? Number three is poor gut and liver health. 
So your liver is responsible for metabolizing estrogen and it needs certain vitamins and minerals and enzymes to do this effectively. If you have insufficiencies in these liver supports, you may not be able to effectively metabolize estrogen, which is getting rid of that extra estrogen in your body. This is why I talk about gut health all the time. It's so, so, so important. And you have to focus on that number one thing to create that hormonal balance. It's one of the number one things that we focus on in my 12-week program. This and stress, like those two things, nutrition and gut health and stress are the two things that I focus on in my 12-week program because they're going to be the things that will get you the maximum results um, and feeling better almost immediately. Um, The next thing, number four, is oral contraceptives and synthetic hormones. So birth control and hormones. What those things do is they add more estrogen on top of excess estrogen. So your estrogen levels are here. It's just piling it on top and on top, adding more without balancing out the progesterone. So your estrogen and progesterone are are balanced. Then you start adding birth control or the synthetic hormones and it increases, 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 makes your, makes it your ratio from estrogen and progesterone unbalanced. And that's when you end up having all these symptoms again, okay? So how do we fix estrogen dominant? I'm going to go back to this again. You know I'm going to say it. The number one thing you need to do is learn to balance or manage your stress levels. Things like saying no when you don't feel like doing something. When you're pushing your body to do something that it really doesn't want to do, your body is going to be overstressed because it doesn't really want to do it, okay? Especially if you just don't feel like you want to do it. Prioritizing what is important and what can wait. So making those to-do lists. What do you need to get done today? What are three things that you can get done today and leave the rest for later? Or if you get to them, that's fine. But not thinking you have to do a list of 50 things every single day. Take time for self-care daily like daily. I know some people that do this once a week. You need to do this daily and all it needs to be is 10 minutes. 10 minutes. It could be deep breathing. It could be reading a book. It could be going for a walk, taking a nap. I'm sorry, but 20 minute power naps are the best thing ever. Having a cup of tea, whatever it is, take care of you. Do that self-care piece every single day. Find 10 minutes to squeeze it into your day. Focus on sleep. When you get good sleep, you're able to handle the stress better. And you should always aim for seven to nine good quality hours of good quality sleep. How do you do this? You establish a nighttime routine to calm down your body, to uh, elevate those melatonin levels so that you're able to sleep good. Maybe try meditation, journaling, or maybe yoga. These are all things that are going to calm down your system, calm down your stress levels, and bring your Start help you start to manage the stress instead of feeling overstressed and overworked all the time. Maybe you need to find a hobby or socialize. Hanging out with the girlfriends I see posts all the time on Facebook. Women are just so happy and in their element and so relaxed when they're hanging out with their girlfriends. So find a girlfriend, go hang out, go have coffee, go for a walk, whatever, sit and laugh for hours. It's the best thing you could do for yourself. You need to find what works for you to help restore and balance out your stress in your life. 
Don't do what somebody tells you to do. You have to find the one thing that's going to work for you because we're all different and we're all going to deal with it in different ways. But it's so important for you to manage your stress. Number two, heal your gut. You need to start with getting rid of those inflammatory foods such as sugar, alcohol, wheat, gluten, dairy, and processed foods. Those things are just causing our gut health to be awful, which is causing those estro- all those symptoms from the estrogen dominance, okay? When your gut health is bad, you're not able to process things through, you're not feeling good, and it's going to overload your body with the estrogen. Try to get as much organic food as possible. Not always necessary, but as much as you can that's possible. Um, You can look online to see what the best organic products are, like the most affordable ones if that's what you need to do, but try to do organic as much as you can. Add in lots of lean proteins, lots of fiber, so green vegetables. Green vegetables are the number one key to helping uh, bind to those estrogens and draw them out of your body. Green vegetables, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, using uh, berries. Berries are a good source of fiber. You want to flush out the estrogen by eating, consuming those, drinking 80 ounces of water or more a day, and then adding some ground flaxseed to your daily meals. You can, I've sometimes even sprinkled this on my eggs, um, but you can put it in your smoothies every single day. But adding that flaxseed is going to help, again, help to bind the estrogen in the intestines and draw it out. Definitely you want to work on that gut health. Number three, get off the birth control and the synthetic hormones. There are more natural options that you can use today. So talk to your doctor or talk to a naturopath about how you can find more natural ways to help your hormones. Okay, Putting all this synthetic stuff or adding more estrogen to your body is only going to create more, um, more chaos. I know a lot of my clients that are on birth control in their 50s and you don't need to be. Your estrogen levels are supposed to drop gradually and you're never gonna know if you're in menopause if you're on those uh, on those birth control pills. I can guarantee you that if you are on birth control in your 50s somehow and you're experiencing a lot of these symptoms, the best thing you could do would be get off the birth control. Number five, make sure you're moving your body and you're sweating every single day if possible. Do quick 10-minute HIIT workouts, but don't do them longer because that's going to stress your body out. So 10 minutes, but 10 minutes of HIIT workout is high intensity, means you're going to sprint for 30 seconds and then you're going to walk for a minute. You're going to do burpees, you know, 10 burpees, and then you're going to rest for a minute. Whatever it is, but spiking your um, heart rate up, dropping it down, resting until it comes down to normal, and spiking it back up. That's going to get some good endorphins going through your body. It's going to give you a good sweat. Long, intense cardio can make your cortisol levels jump and cause more hormonal issues, which is why I say the 10 minutes. Sit in a sauna to sweat it out. Take a nice hot bath or in a hot tub or even just a really hot shower. This is one thing that I found that I've been starting to do because they always say that hot and cold therapy is really good for your, um, for your cells. So when I take a shower, it's usually, it's usually pretty hot. My husband's like, that is way too hot. Not that we're always taking showers together, but (laughs) he says it's way too hot. And so what I like to do is I get hot and then it's right before I get out, I turn the water to almost super cold. 
Um, and I'll stand there, front, back, turn around a few times. I don't do very long, maybe about 10, 15 seconds, um, but super cold water right before I jump out. It's supposed to be so good for, the, for your cells, so maybe try that as well. Um, so if you do like sit in a sit in a sauna, make sure you take a shower and do a cool shower. Kind of kind of change it up from hot to cold. Lift heavy weights to work up a sweat. I'm talking all the time about how important strength training is for your hormones. So do a good intense heavy workout when your body's feeling it. Don't do it when it's stressed out. Um, and work up a sweat. So detox those extra estrogens through the sweat. Number six is adding supplements. Supplements have been a huge part of what has helped me with not only my hormones, but just keeping my body functioning the way it needs to. Um, So there's nothing wrong with taking natural supplements. It's when you get into the antibiotics and things like that, that that starts to mess with your system. So DIM is a good option. It supports your liver in processing extra estrogen out. So that's something that you could try. Glutathione is good for detoxing. Milk thistle, dandelion, they all help the liver function properly and help detox extra estrogens. So if you've kind of been hearing the last couple of things I've been talking about is your liver is the most important thing. Your liver does all the processing of so many functions in your body. So if you don't have a healthy liver, so that's why a lot of times I'm telling my clients, if you're drinking every single day of the week, your hormones are going to be a mess. You have to cut back on that because your hormones need to, or I mean, your liver needs to be able to process your hormones and get rid of the extra estrogen, but it can't do that if it's having to detox your body from alcohol all the time. Another one that would be good, another supplement would be magnesium glycinate. I have heard so many good things from clients that I've started on this. It's simple. You just take it right before you go to bed. It helps you to reduce stre- reduce your stress levels because it's supposed it's a calming. Magnesium is calming and it also helps with sleep. So, so many people have noticed much better sleep by taking this. Vitamin B6 helps to regulate your hormones and can help reduce blood estrogen levels and result in improvements of PMS symptoms. So, vitamin B6. And then I like to use activated charcoal myself to help remove all the toxins from my body. So, if I do go on a, you know, uh, let's say I'm going to go on a vacation, and which I'm going to be doing here in the next week. Um, I'm probably going to take my charcoal and I'm probably going to maybe drink a little bit more. I'm probably going to eat foods that I wouldn't normally eat. But after each one, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to take some charcoal. What that does is it does similar to the um, flaxseed that I talked about earlier. It binds to the extra toxins in your body and flushes them out. So you can't overdo it. Um, You just have to make sure that you drink plenty of water because you don't want to get um, you don't want to get all bound up and not able to go to the bathroom because obviously you want it to grab onto all the toxins and flush them out. So you have to drink plenty of water. So activated charcoal is another one. All right. So that was a lot of information. Hopefully I didn't run through it too quickly. Um, If you have any questions about that, you can just reach out to me on any of the social media or um, send me an email at Angie at fitchickexpress.com. I would love to answer any questions you may have. But as you can see, being estrogen dominant is not, will not only cause a lot of hormonal chaos, but it can be controlled. So it doesn't have to. You can fix that chaos, those symptoms that are happening just by these simple tips that I just talked about today. 
But maybe that seems a little overwhelming and I get that because for me, when I was doing this myself, I was like, I need to do all these things. Are you kidding me? So maybe you just need to start with one thing. Maybe you need to focus, if you, if you have a high stress uh, lifestyle, maybe you first need to focus on reducing your stress. Or if you're eating a lot of processed foods and you have a lot of digestion issues, then you need to start with healing your gut. So getting rid of all that processed food, all the inflammatory foods, and adding back all the good stuff, the lean proteins, the fiber, the vegetables, all the yummy stuff that your body and your gut need. So one thing at a time, step by step, adding on each one of these things as you go. Or you could jump into my 12-week hormone program where we touch base on all these things plus so much more. If you find you struggle to get started or have a hard time sticking to a plan, because that's why a lot of my clients come to me, and you're looking for the results that you just haven't been able to find on your own, I would love to be there to support you and help you get there. My next group starts on August 30th, and I only have limited spots because I want to be, I want to be able to provide each woman with the individual attention she needs. So with this program, it's very, it's very individualized. I work with you where you're at and what you need versus throwing together, like if you've done any of my other programs or challenges before, it's everybody's doing the same thing and that's it. But here I work with you individually to make sure that you're getting exactly what you need. I will post a link to it in the show notes with more information and I'm offering a free 30 minute, no obligation discovery call where I can learn more about you and your hormone story and help you decide if this program would work for you. So maybe you're like, I don't know if I need this. Maybe it's just, maybe I just have a little bit of stuff going on and I can fix it myself. Well, great. We can still talk about that and I will definitely give you my honest opinion. I've talked with clients before and said, you know what? All I think you need to do is this and this and you'll be fine. They don't need my program because they can do it on their own. But if you're not sure, I would love to chat with you so we can decide together. So thanks for joining me and until next time, have a great rest of your day.